Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Goal Mile, proudly supported by AID. Register at goalmile.org to make a difference. Well, it's our Christmassy show. And uh, delighted to have some friends of Limerick today with us, uh, Judy Maloney, who you'll know for her great advice uh, on all matters counselling during the year. Hi, Judy, and a happy Christmas uh, to you. Uh, Dennis Tierney, uh, who once worked here and then was in the Council of Communications and now at the University of Limerick with Communications. Good morning to you, Dennis. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? A happy Christmas happy to you. Happy Christmas to you too. And Aidy Tiernick, who worked with us as well at one stage. She's a broadcaster and journalist. She's a Gale Gore. And good morning to you. Good morning. How are you doing? And I believe, just showing how small a place Limerick is, that there was a bit of a Tierney reunion in the front office there. At the front office, uh, Katrina turned, uh, Katrina's just after finishing the breakfast show, she was uh, just going out the door and uh, both myself and Katrina are cousins and uh, Aideen is cousin as well, so we're, very we're all very talented. <coughs> I'm incredibly impressed. Or lucky, I suppose. That's what I, there. I mean, listen, it was great to be you all together yes, in a spontaneous way. God for bless Christmas. Live 95. I'm telling you. <laughs> myself. So, uh, what has been your high of the year, Aideen? Oh, we're going right into it. So we I'm are. Straight into the tough stuff and I got the first question. Lucky me. Um, I was very lucky this year. A lot of lucky things happened to me. I was trying to think of something that would stand out and that would be <clears throat> interesting to talk about on the radio. And I think my proudest moment of this year was I organised a Blackberry Festival. Did you? On Inishmael, the middle of the Aran Islands. Yeah, Possibly, and can be confirmed, listeners might be able to help me with this, possibly Ireland's first Blackberry Festival. So now I googled it to see was there ever a black, not the phone now, the fruit. And I googled it to see was there ever a festival like this before because I had this idea. And so it's not available. On, it's no Googleable festivals like this have ever taken place in Ireland until our failing of which and in Ishmael we had. Uh, Other than the obvious, what happens uh, at a Blackberry festival? A lot of fun lot of fun. So we had a day's events. We had, of course, exactly what you'd expect. We had a baking competition where you had to create a delicious creation with blackberries of some form. We had a poetry competition, which was surprisingly successful. Loads of people put in for that. We had to write a poem about blackberries. We had jam making. We had slow and blackberry gin making. I did a wildflower walk. And we had a concert with like nature themed music. Lovely. It was a great success. So I'm very proud of that. Did the weather help? Did the weather had the weather was fine. Oh, we also did um, arts and crafts. So we had like finger painting, making blackberry ink. You'd be surprised, like you could knock a lot out of blackberries, <laughs> as we learned. Will we have a year two? Remains to be seen. Oh, okay. She gets funding. <laughs> could be an announcement in the new year. Perhaps. Very good. What about the highs for you, Judy? Highs for me? Um, well, as you know, obviously, this is why I come on all the time because I'm a psychotherapist. And I'm in this career for so long now, I I suppose I wanted to, how do I put it? I deal with mental health all the time. And what I see is people coming into me and they have, they're not dealing with their physical health at all. And they say, I want to deal with my stress or my anxiety or whatever it is, my low mood. And when I try and go on to the physical, what's going on there? Oh yeah, but that's separate. And it's not separate. You know yourself if you're physically unwell or mentally unwell, it all, it's all connected. So myself and my partner are open to shop. Um, so it's a holistic health food store basically so that's where I now have my clinic so we wanted to create somewhere that you could come for natural healing your therapy 
life coaching, you know, all the natural natural herbs, we, we work with all that. So that was a huge thing. I suppose that it was on the back burner for a long while, but to actually go and do it, you know, it's yeah. a different step. Yeah. Like, uh, Where is it and what's it called? It's called Ray's Inn and it's on the Bally Simon Road. Right. So, yeah. We're and all I, about raising your vibrations. That's our key, Ray's Inn. Yeah. And of course it does make sense. I mean, mm. they are inextricably linked, aren't they? Physical and mental health. Completely. And I think, you know, what I'm coming across is this kind of overriding exhaustion from people since COVID. You know, in every way, it's not just the physical, it's, it was just kind of drained and worn out and finding our feet again and knowing, okay, this is the new, new. Like this is, I think this is the first time since COVID that it feels kind of like proper Christmas. You know, and even then it's strange. It's all a bit weird. So we, I think we need to look for other ways to help ourselves and sustain our own health throughout all the time, rather than you know waiting to, for a crisis to happen mm-hmm. and then going to the doctor, you know, getting burnt out and then and then taking time off. So just really invest in ourselves and in a really true holistic wellness way, not just on paper. You know, right? The high for you, Dennis? Yeah, I suppose uh, I was trying to think about this as well when I got uh, when you were saying that you wanted to look back at the year and and you've done so much both uh, Aideen and uh, Julie, but like I just thinking I I've got through the year, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I suppose, look, it was another challenging year in some parts. You're on my page. I'm on my, yes, <laughs> we yeah, got through the year. You know, got through <laughs> the year. Uh, you know, but I suppose, look, I, I did get a new job. I suppose I knew started a new job. And while I loved my last job, you know, there comes a time when you've got to move on. and But you've got to take that leap. And just like you did, Julie, you, you said you needed to do something. So that was it. So. What's it like walking into a new job on day one? Oh, Joe, it, <laughs> you've gone from hero to zero is how I see it in that in a way that you know when you know I was in the council and even before it when I was here people would come to you if they needed something or if they oh do you remember this story a couple of years ago so oh yes yes this happened you're going in and you're kind of going I know nothing you know just tell me where the toilet is like I got lost actually in the University of Limerick a terrible place for a maze I actually got lost going to the bathroom because I went down one corridor and then I came out and I turned left and I went right and I didn't know where I was but um, it's kind of that feeling of helplessness a little bit that uh, you're going from knowing everything or knowing as much as you can do to knowing nothing and all these new procedures and new new uh, you know, ways of doing things new colleagues because you can walk in you know before you'd walk in you know, like yourself Joe you come in and say Hi, hi, Anne-Marie, hi, Jean. Yeah. You know, they're here all the time over your left and right shoulders. I go into the office and I don't know you. <laughs> you know, you don't know me, but you know my name. I don't know you at all. So it's a bit, a bit weird that way, but it's a great challenge and it's a great, it's something that, you know, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge and I'm looking forward to what it, what will, it, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll ultimately bring in the next, uh, next couple of years. Yeah. And without, getting into it in too much depth I'd be interested about your thoughts on Limerick you've seen it from a journalistic point of view you've seen it from communications in the council you're now seeing it in the education sector through the University of Limerick where do you feel we're going? Cracky Joe, that wasn't one of the questions that I thought I was going to be asked. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, no. Look, I, I think we're going in, in the right direction. I think you know, there's a lot of stuff that Limerick has to uh, has to offer to a lot of people. I think there is just one thing. It's, it's a bugbear of mine. People need to let up a little bit. You know, people are very, very angry. You've noticed it in social media over the past year or two when we were when I was working in the council that everything we everything that was done was wrong. But I think look. You need to challenge authority, but you also need to accept sometimes that 
they've got to do things because they have to do it you know and just because you don't like it doesn't mean other people don't like it and that your opinion while it's valuable in the whole scheme of things it may not be but I think but, but I'm just wondering I mean you know when you were in the media and you were throwing the rocks mm-hmm. um, and then you were in the council and you were receiving the rocks does does that change your perception radically? No, not really Joe I think um as you, when you were head of news, you you were, you were my ultimate line manager when we started off. You always instilled that there was a fairness. We're, we we do, do a job. We we did throw the rocks, but we threw the rocks because it was in the public interest and it was like that. Um, I received a lot of rocks um, in, in the council. I technically still am actually, even though I don't work there anymore. Um, I receive a lot of them. A lot of them are warranted. Some of them are warranted. Others aren't warranted, but what's happening is it's getting very personal. Do you know what I mean? That, uh, you know, I would always have asked questions about the council, but it was asking the council questions, not asking them, although we would be asking a person, it would be generic. Like, I would have gotten a lot of people giving out to me for a lot of stuff that was happening in Limerick, even though it wasn't my fault, but it was it was mine. You know, there were one or two nights that I would have to go home from a night out because they heard who I was and they just started talking about the council all the time and said, I don't know you, madam. Are, are you serious? Yeah, there were one or two nights actually that uh, that, that did happen. You know, so it's just like... Yeah, just, that's, that's you not know, good. And, that, that, that is, that you know, is not good. But I, I think Limerick is going, it's going in the right direction. There needs to be a little bit more, um, you know, movement and acceleration. Judy, your favourite Christmas song and why? Oh, um, Fairy Tale of New York. It has to be. It's just, it's one of those songs that it's, I love it, it's so Christmassy, but it makes me very emotional. I don't start bawling crying or anything when it comes on, but it does, it really hits that point. I think it's because for me, I suppose it brings me back to childhood. It's like I get zoomed right back to when I was a kid, you know, and I suppose I've lost a lot of people over the years. So me zooming back to when I was a kid, it's not the same now, you know, so it's a lot of nostalgia and it's one of those things that it's just so raw. I love the raw emotion of it. Do you think that Glenn Hansard and Imelda May got a raw reaction to performing it on the Late Late Show? And is it just to do with the fact that we're so used to the iconic version that we're never going to accept anyone else doing it? There is that, and I do. I feel protective over certain songs and certain things as well, so I know that that was obviously coming up for people that didn't didn't like the cover. Um, But it's kind of like what she was saying, Dennis. It's like people are... There is anger there, and and again, it's all this kind of spewing online... You know? and, and is that simply a COVID hangover or has that been happening for a long time I and it's been it, exaggerated by social media? Yeah, I think it's been exaggerated by COVID. I think it has been happening, definitely, because, I mean, right. I, you know, we've discussed it on the show for the past yeah. number of years before COVID, this is starting to spill out this kind of keyboard warrior thing. But I do think since COVID, the tolerance for other people has gone really low, which, mm-hmm. which surprised me initially because I would have thought it would be the opposite yeah. that would be more understanding. I but, thought at the very beginning, yeah. yes, there was an outpouring and everybody was this community yeah. spirit, but as COVID kind of continued on and yeah. progressed, it was that that was the issue. And I'm the same with Fairy Tale in New York. It's, yeah. it's kind of, I don't really have a favourite, but it's usually the very first song that a lot of radio stations mm. play or that you hear when Christmas starts. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here's Christmas. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, we're not going to play all of it because we're chatting to you guys, but we'll play a little extract since you mentioned it, uh, Judy, as your favourite. Yeah. 
today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's step up together this December for the Goal Mile. Proudly supported by AIB. spent most of the week counting down to the fact that today will be the last opportunity this year to win a thousand euro on 10 to 1 with Clean Ireland Recycling I forgot to ask the qualifier question it is how many reindeer are there including Rudolph how many reindeer are there including Rudolph WhatsApp or text 0861239595 right now with the right answer and your name and one of you will be joining me in the next hour and you could win a thousand euro just in time for Christmas which would be nice enjoying our chat this morning with Dennis Tierney Aideen O'Tiernig and Judy Maloney and Aideen what is your favourite Christmas movie? Ooh my favourite Christmas movie this has changed a little in the last few years it would have traditionally been Home Alone 2 um, far superior to Home Alone 1, I believe. Possibly controversial mm. to say that. But actually, the last few years, I love the holiday. I just love it. Like, what isn't to love? You've got Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet. Sure, if Kate Winslet isn't anything, I'll sit down and watch it and enjoy it. And Jack Black. And it's just, it's fun. It's festive. It's heartwarming. Everyone can watch it. Like, we love it at home. Me and my sister love it. It's kind of... But, like, my granddad loves it. So, like, really? you sit down with him and then you all enjoy it together on, like, a different level. Well, of course, because, you know, the old guy, like, the movie director guy, and he, like, gets back on his feet and he tells great stories. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, so yeah. that's my new favourite. That that character. Um, uh, what about you? Me? Oh, God. I do love my movies and it's a little bit cringy to say this but for me it's love actually. Mm. Like it's a little bit cringy but yeah it's just I don't know what it is it's just fun like that I feel kind of the start of Christmas is in like early mid-December I'll pick a night and I'll sit down and I'll watch it and that's me like okay we're in now it's just fun Mm. like it's a bit odd looking back I suppose it's aged it's it's not all is politically correct Well well, well, that's true but but you do look at Hugh Grant and you think you know he could do a better job as British PM than the people they've had in that <laughs> office oh, yeah. for the last while. Oh, God, like, oh, my God, I'm so glad to be Irish. That's all I can say. So glad to be Irish. Yeah. 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 Mm. And for you? Um, I, I don't really have a, 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 a kind of a favourite movie that I'd watch. I'd watch a lot of them. Um, I can't believe you said Home Alone 2. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never, I don't think I've seen Home Alone 2. I've seen Home Alone, all right. But I, I, I suppose, like, one of the ones that I saw there recently, um, well, and I think when I say recently, I mean last year, was The Christmas Chronicles, is with Kurt Russell and mm. Goldie Hawn. And they just seemed to be tearing up the scenery. They loved it, you know, and they just enjoyed it. And it was a <laughs> bit of fun. And you know what? That's what I think it is. I don't think there's, you know, everybody reviews things and say, oh, critically, it's mm. like this. It's just this warm feeling that you get that you just want to watch it. And it's kind of like, you know, putting on like a blanket, you know, yeah. covering yourself up with a blanket, eating loads of chocolate and stuff, kind of what Christmas is about. Mm. That's what the Christmas uh, movies are about. They're just about enjoying yourself and yeah. just seeing like escapism on the on the on the on the television because we've got enough as it is, you know. Right. Um, uh, Well, uh, I don't know if... You say Home Alone 2 is better or is more your favourite than Home Alone 1, Aideen? I am indeed. I think it's just a little bit funnier, possibly. I don't know. There's just that one scene, you know, when he's on the roof and he like throws down the brick and the clocks around the face. I'd be on the ground. It's a bit of gratuitous violence at Christmas. (laughs) It's not quite like it, is it? Right, let's play a little clip of it then. My family's in Florida and I'm in New York. Funnily enough, we 
never lose our luggage. <laughs> Can I help you? Reservation from McAllister? He's in New York. This is a vacation. Hiya, pal. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I saw Home Alone 1 recently. Um, and I hadn't seen Elf at all up to a couple of years ago. Oh, gosh. Um, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I can't stop watching it. Like it's I don't think it's, it's your choice, though, Joe, is it? Well, 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 to some extent, it may not be my choice, but, but I still, I'm now find I'm sucked in by the whole thing, which yeah. is a bit but, uh, frightening. Do you know what they did, though? Uh, recently, they uh, remade Home Alone, didn't they, with uh, a new kid, or there was a, another version. I thought there was another version of it, but it just shows how charismatic Macaulay Culkin was. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what That's I mean? That's true. That, uh, he was so he was brilliant oh, in the no, in the great. role. Yeah, and absolutely. you know it was just fantastic. Um, the worst Christmas present you ever got, Aideen? Oh heavens! Um, <laughs> worst Christmas without libeling anyone. Got. Yeah, I'm quite panicked now. I don't want to upset anybody. I'm sure it was something plastic and glittery. I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on it, Joe. And if I could, I probably wouldn't because I don't want to upset anyone. So the best one. The best one. Ooh. Also difficult. Um, I suppose when we were kids, you know, they're always a bit more special like that. We had one year when we were all quite small, me and my brother, my sister, and Santa had got into the house and left us our little presents. But he also set us up um, like a treasure hunt and each little piece of the treasure hunt had a clue. And then the clue at the end was that we were going on a plane and the plane was going to Florida and we were going to say hello to Minnie and Mickey Mouse. Obviously, I wasn't that, that, that good for, for Santa Claus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Judy? <laughs> uh, worst God. and best? I don't know. My worst? I don't know. I've had a few whoppers over the years, so it could be any of those. And like that, I'm afraid who's listening. So just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> best? I suppose like that. You I know, can you have politicians here. I, I'm afraid I'm not prepared to comment yeah. on that. Santa won't mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> the best would be like that. I think I got a, like a, a pink bike. I was probably eight or nine um, and I asked for a bike and I couldn't believe like the the one that I got was the one that I really, really wanted. Mm-hmm. Pink little glitter on it and you know those tassels at the end of the oh, handlebars yeah, right, yes, pink yeah. and white. This was <laughs> well, unbelievable. I'm sorry, why like, are you surprised? Because Santa will always deliver. I know, but each time it was just like a shock. the postman and thank I, you to I, all of our postal people for all their work. The magic of it, I was always so amazed. Like, oh my God, he mm-hmm. knew, even though I wrote the letter, but he still knew and he got it. You're not getting away with it either. Oh, yeah. My worst one was... See, he's... he's, he's oh, I know. Oh, 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 look. I've, I've kept this. I'll have to go see you. <laughs> um, I wanted a guitar, but I wanted a real guitar and I got a play guitar. Oh, <laughs> Poor Dennis. Oh, oh know, God. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, just, that's, oh, that's a very sad story. That's uh, awful. Sad. Well, yeah, I was got it. Uh, typewriter. Oh, oh, that's a good A real price. typewriter. Really? <laughs> yes. Clacky clack one. Clacky clack nice. with the whole uh, uh, load of paper, the white paper, yeah, you know, a ream of paper. Yeah, mm. I was sad like that. So I love that. Oh, this is great. So I used to type out the television schedule and you remember, I don't know whether you remember the old RT guide. It used to have it in the bottom of the very last page. I think it was the TAM ratings. So you yeah. had, I t- used to type those out, <laughs> tried to get them to line up. I was sad. I was so sad. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying it, but uh, you know, people will. Uh, we won't judge you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> They've already judged me. That's that's so far gone down the road there. Now it doesn't make a difference. But yeah, and and briefly, then, if there was one thing you'd like to see happen in 2023, what would it be? 
all, I, I suppose going on the theme of what we're talking about, more compassion for other people. I think just realising that not everyone, you know, is as they appear. We all put out the good side and, you know, and there's like we have to, at times obviously we have to go to work and do all those things, but it's just knowing that behind the scenes, nobody knows what's going on. So just have a bit of kindness and compassion for other people. Just to remember, remember that and online as well. Mm. Definitely. Katie? Hard to beat that. Hard mm. to beat that. I mean, like if everyone is being nice to each other, wouldn't we be fine? You're not wrong. Mm. Yeah, yes. I think uh, I suppose that, that that is something that everybody just look, be nice and be understanding. Do you know what I mean? And like there's reasons for different things. And what I would like to see, I would like to see more, uh, I suppose, in Limerick, I suppose, see all of the developments that have been spoken about to ramp up so that people can see that actually work is go- is going on because a lot of work has gone on behind the scenes and, you know, there's a lot of work being done. And not just, you know, in the council, like every everybody's doing a lot of work, like a lot of communities are doing work and, you know, you saw Adair, uh, Tidy Towns got their gold in the, the Tidy Towns this year. So they want to ramp up and they want to do more. All the other Tidy Towns, Limerick City Tidy Towns did brilliantly this year. But it's just all of that, the community spirit, and also just that everything can kind of ramp up and come out of the kind of the that kind of malaise and funk that we've been in for COVID for for a while and just everybody kind of every everything rise together. That's really I suppose this the Christmas wish, Joe. All right. <laughs> well listen, thank you, the three of you, for taking some of your Christmas time out to come in and chat to us and for all your help and cooperation during the year. Much appreciated. A happy Christmas to you and yours, to Aidan O'Tierney, to Dennis Tierney. And to Judy Maloney. Thank you all. Happy Christmas, Joe. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.